There we go. I think. Hello. Yeah. Are we recording? We are. <clears throat> Today is Monday, December 7th, 2020. <laughs> uh, you know, this is, I, I don't even know how to start, man. This is. This is unusual. This is, I, I can't, I, it's not, I'm not even used to like seeing your face I anymore. I haven't made eye contact with you while talking right. <laughs> since March. <laughs> it's really bad. We don't even FaceTime or anything. No, not really. No. So this is definitely, this is like, it feels new for some reason, even though it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, well, obviously. Okay. I guess in, in many ways, this is very new. Um, Cal and I are, are back in the Octo. Yeah. We're together. Like yeah, we're, we're, we're literally like six feet apart. You're, right you're now. no longer in Boston. Yeah. I'm, we're no longer cross country. We're, we're pretty much as close as you can get. Um, we're yeah. Hugging. And, and we're, we're shirts on <laughs> while we record this. <laughs> yeah, we're in the studio. We're we're in the octo right now. Um, you know, a lot of things are similar. Wait, we have a Keurig. Wait, are we, you have, we have a coffee maker. Look, bro. If we had that, I would have made tea every single. Yo, and you day. can like have like tea while you record and stuff. We missed out on that. Yeah, we I think, definitely missed out. Okay, you know what? Scanning the room. What, what else is here? We we got our. I forgot where our audio, no, video equipment went. I didn't, I didn't do anything with it. Did we box it up? Oh, we did box it up. Oh, shit. Oh, it's in the library, Makerspace. Oh, yeah, we threw everything there. That was, yeah. like, the last thing we did. We literally did that on, like, the last day. The we last day, yeah. 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 Wow. Man. It's all just sitting there getting dust, like, and I know nobody's used it yet. No. No, no, nobody even knows they exist. And and what what's in there? We have a... Uh, we have cameras. We have... Oh, we have, like... Four different camcorders. We have right? four camcorders, yeah, a and four mics for four. every camcorder. Didn't they all come oh, with tiny little shotguns? Yeah, yeah. And we had the nice road road mics as well. And yeah, it came with. We have tons of SD cards. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> like we have so much memory. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. None of them fit this thing, right? So we're using the equipment we're using as well. I'm sure you can even tell from like this, but yeah. the microphones we're using is the microphone that I've been using when we record these episodes. The Rode Procaster. Pro. Um, and now we have four of them, which, I mean, one of these microphones cost more than all four of our microphones in We The Students. Wow. Because these are 250, I think. But I mean, the quality, like, if we're talking that, the, the price difference being four times our entire setup, one of them, it's not that much better. I, I think it is, though. Like, you just... <laughs> what? Like, I feel like if you play back, it does sound really, really crisp. Um, I stand by the Yeti. The, okay. Well, yeah, the, the Yeti's great, but in terms of like XLR, you can't have four Yetis. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Hooked yeah. up to one. True. So, I mean, obviously there are cheaper options, but this, like, you will never need to get better than this. Like this. This is the peak. This is yeah. And it like they'd be lying to you if it said. Right, right, yeah, like sure, you can spend a hundred more dollars and get like <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan's the the I, for, I keep forgetting what they're called, but. Um, but they're not that's, at that point that additional hundred dollars. Yeah, none of it's objectively better. It's all just no. like preference. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, man, we're we're on we're on we're something in the octo. Something about it just feels like empty. I feel like it's the way we left. Like, so I don't know. It's kind of a. Also, our table was full of random shit. Oh, it had so much character. Remember, we had hung up like a whole bunch of we taped a whole bunch of like magazine covers and like random pictures yeah, like it, it was more us you know because like when you when you enter a space right and you like start 
filling it up with even if it's junk it's your junk yeah it's our right? junk. like i remember we had a bunch of random like fake, like we wanted to replicate joe rogan's table remember <laughs> yeah. we, yeah, we had like, a can of jambalaya we had, <laughs> we had the ninja turtles yeah we had we had a deck of cards that was there the whole time um yeah and, and, then, and they didn't really mean much but like yeah that was our can of jambalaya <laughs> <laughs> we had a, there was like i think for two weeks there was an apple with just a whole bunch of like holes in it because we <laughs> yeah, kept stabbing it and throwing it around the room dude i was scared because like we we were eating in here so often and your food was just going everywhere yeah i was scared that like also the janitor i feel really bad for the because i feel like he he or she cleans here as well he definitely yeah because i mean we would fill up that trash can and then one day it would be, be gone so like he was definitely in here yeah i um, feel bad <laughs> i'll <laughs> never forget when we uh were setting up lighting to like because i wanted to do like a oh shit yeah, we, we had lighting to, oh my we literally had these we had these light bulbs and i was putting them on like these giant really rink-a-dink uh light right. holders and then it tipped over remember that yeah it broke open and like almost started a fire yeah what are we even trying to, yeah we try to do video man we we had so, i feel like we had if we had the remainder of the remainder oh, we would have done we would have done some really fancy yeah. stuff we just never were able to get the video going like it was such a pain to one sync up the audio with every cut that's true. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Like I spent hours doing that. And mm. what did we decide was the best way to go about it? I think it was, I think it was like, just have the audio sync it up with the video and then do your own cuts. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, even yeah. know. But, but which means that you would have to edit the audio and then I would have to separately edit the video and have them yeah. match up like, and, and the memory of a yeah. hour long video is ridiculous. Ridiculous. A couple gigabytes. Yeah. So that's yeah. definitely not for everyone but if you're willing yeah but i'm i'm excited man like you know this was kind of our our vision right like after we were gone like oh, i yeah. really want to see like another student come in here well obviously molly's going to be in here hopefully soon but um yeah like yeah this is it this is exactly what i wanted to see yeah i just really hope that um the administration isn't like gatekeep this room i no, come on i mean do they can they even gatekeep? Well, they have the one, they're the people who can open the door and uh, like- Yeah, that's the one thing. Like they're gonna have to figure out a good way to like get, let students in here. Cause otherwise they have to walk through classrooms. And that was sketchy. Like there was right. times where we would literally like throw off a teacher by walking in. Yeah. Like, and, and there was always a kid who would like, like literally like, grab on my backpack as I walked by. I remember Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> and Easton, every time we walked by, they would like grope us or something. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not fair for the teachers to have to have. I mean, um, Mr. Uh, wait, what? Did I just forget his name? What was our computer science? This is so wrong. We should, this is Mr. so messed up. Dude, I just have bad memory. Wait, no, 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 no. This is messed up. It starts up. with an M, right? Doesn't it? Marvoli. Marvoli. There you yeah, go. Marvoli, Marvoli was a was a god. Actually, shout out to Marvoli. Yeah, if, I I doubt he's listening to this, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, Mr. Marvoli was really really kind for us to. I mean, like, his decision to allow us to go podcast during his period, and really giving us an eighty inch TV, giving us fucking and letting us walk through his classroom every single day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he put up with us, bro. Like, we did everything but actually work in his class. Yeah, but at the same time, though, like, ultimately. It's just like, uh, like, you know, learning about, for me, like I'm taking this class on education and, and we're learning about like the best teachers are often the ones who care and like respect their students. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it's it's a gray area, right? Like, oh, they're not doing quote unquote classwork, but mm-hmm. they're doing this podcast that's so fulfilling to them and also, you know, more or less educational. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Obviously, it's tough because you can't let everyone just go off and do like, oh yeah, we're doing our podcast thing, right? But I um, wish that was the uh, how it <laughs> set up. No, I really like when I wrote my essays. Uh-huh. I said we were a part of an experiment. Like, if you think about it, we modeled our school year after the Finnish school system. The Finnish school? Oh, yeah. No, literally. Like, we made it possible to where we worked with administration, our teachers, our counselors, to make it possible to give us at least two and a half hours a day to work on our podcast. And that's about how much independent workshop a student in Finland has. Yeah. And we missed, we, we only had about three hours of teacher instruction. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. And, and, look, and look at how productive we were. Like, look at the things we got done. We uh, improved connections within our community met so many people, uploaded 30 hours of podcasting as proof. (laughs) Like, is there anything better a student could could have done with that time we had? No, and and like, imagine if we had like support, for instance. I know. Like teacher support and like guidance as well. So like they can help out with like video and stuff. I mean, we kind of just like played it by ear for everything. Like even for, I mean, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. We got a bunch of support from the admin oh yeah more in, than i thought we were too. in terms of like, like just funds as well yeah like they, they got us money was the last issue we had yeah really. like, yeah that was that was also kind of crazy yeah. but um yeah i mean she bro it's like it's just times like these that gets you a lot really grateful like i can't imagine what it, what school senior year would have been like yeah. without this thing you know it boring like my it really did rekindle my love for education Mm-hmm. like this whole experience i was i was like it was tough dude going day by day <laughs> in, in school without <laughs> this was it was tough yeah yeah I'm, I'm curious what were your what were your other essays about um, so i did uh one was uh biggest o- uh, challenge you had to overcome mm-hmm. and that one's really personal obviously right uh and then the other one was how did i better my how did i better my community and i said well we left behind this room left behind our advice left behind curriculum, left behind a guide for students to actually like try podcasting themselves mm-hmm. with just a Chromebook. Did you mention no, our sponsors? We Yeah, I mentioned that we connected with our community and sponsor and we had sp- a sponsored podcast. Right, with with local bi- we, dude, remember we we'll, so, like this episode wait, so uh, l- let's do like an example. Well, this episode's not sponsored, but like this episode like, was sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> Little Oven <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> I miss I miss those, oh, those sponsor little like yeah we were like we were like saying the guests like yo imagine would you want to buy a house from uh, from a, oh, yeah. a mom and pop people people you know people whose kids go to the same school or, or a you? scummy <laughs> corporate <laughs> and what was the company we would always oh, bash was, London real estate London, no 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 it was um, Century Twenty One oh yeah Century Twenty One London real estate <laughs> like any company yeah, we could think of yeah executive from New York like who would you want to buy it from right it's like no buy it from next door bro and they made moves all I see is next door real estate signs now everywhere really? I go like my entire neighborhood I've seen four, and just on El Portel four signs and downtown they have like five different buildings with their sign on it for rent oh yeah big moves yeah i mean like their model is fantastic because like you know again local re- i feel like yeah, it does not make sense to, for real estate companies to be non-local yeah. to be conglomerate but it makes sense why these can go conglomerate real estate companies are so successful right because really real estate is just about who has the most money in how many how like how many people can they charge rent for and then just mm. like 
it's not really about being involved in your community. It's just about having loads of cash. No, no, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know, man. I mean, okay. So you said, Oh yeah. Bettering my, bettering better my community. community. And then how did I express myself? Like oh, shit. everyone has an, uh, an artsy side. How did you express yourself? Mm-hmm. And I, uh, that was my just 100% podcasting essay. Like the rest of them may have mentioned it like very briefly, but this one was the one just about podcasting. And basically it started with a little bit of a story. Mm-hmm. Like it was us mid podcasting. We were talking to Hannah Lotz about the universal language of art, mm-hmm. right? That was, and, that was a fucking and then I, good And then I said, like, Hannah Lotz gets up and leaves the room, and David and I are sitting here looking at each other, just <laughs> getting bashed by a wave of post-podcasting euphoria. Yeah, post-podcasting <laughs> euphoria. And we would just sit... I remember sometimes we would just sit in the room, like, just with our head, like, shaking, like, how is this even possible? Like, down. Like, this feeling, it, it's, it was so motivating, wasn't it? Um... So I mentioned that, and then I mentioned how we, uh, my first exposure to discussion was an A push, and that's when I learned my love for conversation as an art form. And then when you asked me to actually podcast with you, and then we developed we the students, that's that's how it was done. Uh, and then last one was politics. Like, a what was the prompt subject. though? Yeah, uh, talk like this is like talk about a school subject that inspires you and how mm. you furthered that interest in or outside the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I said obviously politics was right. a big one for me you talk about you helping get mr pujozo elected as I, a- I said uh my first exposure to politics was in a push right and i said uh because i mean a lot of the debate topics we had was like the was the revolution of 1800 you know what i mean classic but those are more of like it's like a history interpretation debate but when we actually debated the electoral college because we did that in our class. We didn't, it wasn't like a formal debate, but Pedroza just, you know how he would like bring it up. Like, what's your guys' right. thoughts on this? And I said, I was like, oh, yeah, what is the right answer? Like, is the electoral college a good thing? And I came up to Pedroza. I'm like, what's your thoughts? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, nobody knows. It's the beauty of politics. It's compromise. Mm. It's a constant uh, conflict of um, right or wrong. And like, what is the right answer? So I said, what makes politics so interesting and different is because it's a living and breathing thing that's constantly changing. It's a never-ending battle of compromise. Mm. Um, and it, it's why I found my love for it. It's so fresh all the time. You literally turn on your phone and open up the news app and you have an infinite number of topics now. <laughs> it, it never ends, really. Right. Um, but uh, you know, other topics, I'm not bashing on them, but they, usually they're bound to a set of unchanging rules. And I kind of find that cold and unsettling. Like math only having one right answer. Mm. I like how two people can think they have the answer to one thing. Yeah, I don't. And have you? Did you mention like how we learned? Because for me, the inspiring part about politics is like the people who are in it. You know, like Pedro. Like the dude, I I still remember the exact moment when Pedroza was like, "Yeah, I, I earn forty dollars a month." That was. Yeah. Did I, you mention that? I didn't. I should have, but. I, I, I literally just hit my word account like 350 words mm-hmm. is not enough. Like there's so much I wanted to say. Yeah. So much I wanted to say. Yeah. It's it's really, I don't know. The, the idea of a school essay is so annoying because like you're supposed to, you're supposed to summarize so much in life. So many nuances. Like, you, it's impossible to capture it in 350 words. Yeah. But uh, well, I guess for context, I don't know. Th- I don't think we mentioned anything about your college application cycle yet on this podcast, but 
you you are applying to yeah 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 to I'm UCs. applying every school besides Riverside and Merced. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about like applying to CSUs at all? I'm not sure yet. I I when's their application due? Uh, I think it's due like mid to actually the fifteenth. So I mean, if I was to, I'd get going. But I'm honestly really committed to this university uh, application. I might gonna uh, Molly and I are gonna throw in an application to Stanford and a few other schools just like on a whim. Fuck it, right? Mm-hmm. Like see what you get. But I am pretty much putting all my cards down for this university application because I I talked to my parents about it and they said if you're going to a CSU like you might as well just go to a JC for two years. Like I agree. It's I agree. like that would be my idea of if I don't get accepted to these universities, JC for two years. Mm-hmm. That's my plan. Um, and I've and I've prepared for denial. Like it would suck to because I mean. I talked to you about the scenario, which was by applying to the UCs, I am foregoing a semester yeah. of the junior college because I am not allowed to be in a junior college while applying as an incoming freshman mm. uh, post high school because uh, I'm on a gap year. So it's a risky move. Like if I get accepted, that's amazing. If I don't, there goes two semesters of sitting around and I mean working part time, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And I think, here's the thing, I, I've i come to realize how valuable a gap year is, because like, you know, I, I told you this, like a huge percentage of the people on on campus at Harvard also took a gap year, and, and it's not like the ones you expect, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, obviously some took the time to like go and start a fucking non-profit or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, some others just chilled, Ch- chilled and, and, and and they cited like the reason to do so is just simply to take a break from learning. Yeah. No, 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 Never mind. Not take a break from learning, which I don't think anyone should ever take a break of. It's to take a break from academia. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Take a break from the institution. There's a difference between learning and oh, yeah. being in school. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Um, and you can get burned out. You can get burned out easily. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. So I think, I think regardless, even if you did take a gap year and ended up going to like two years, JC, yeah. I think it would have helped you a lot. Um, and also I think having perspective, you know, perspective of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, true. Yes. And also just working at, in these entry level jobs that I've had, my parents are like, you're going to, whoa, wait, what did, huh? you ju- what did you just do? It got really loud. Oh, whoops. Actually, I don't mind it being a little louder though. You want you want me to keep it that, that, that way? <laughs> a little lower, a little lower, just a tad bit. Let me see. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, perfect. there we go. Uh, yeah, working all these entry level jobs, and my parents are like, "You're going to appreciate college a lot more because <laughs> a lot of people in college are like, yeah, I want to drop out, but they have no idea what it's like to work a full time entry level job. They don't know about the alternative. Also, yeah, I've definitely noticed like even at Harvard, people are like. Well, they're like callous with their spending. Um, Explain. You know, I see people go out and eat literally like every day. And oh, the food wow. at Cambridge is not cheap. I bet. Yeah. Not cheap at all. Like the cafes, like, like you know, the college student cafe, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's, there's a really popular place called Tate's. And I went there once to see like, oh, what's the hype about? And yeah. I got a hot chocolate that was $9. It was about, this is like a... It's not even like a Starbucks size. It's like a no. half half a venti. No. It, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. No, David. It was good, but it was not worth $9. Like I would I would have paid maybe like $5 and felt gypped. <laughs> David, that that burrito is $9. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and like, I feel ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
hot chocolate? Are you serious? Yeah, it was. It was. So, what if I wanted to get a latte from Tatas? Tatas is that what it's called? Tatas. Tatas. Yeah, you you probably shill, shill out 15, 12 maybe. And dollars. people are drinking there daily. Yeah, probably. Bro, that's, I, mean, I just see that place packed all the time. That's I, like that's doubling your tuition <laughs> with, with coffee. Yeah, the worst thing is like everyone has to pay for food. Every, I mean, like um, the, the 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 cafeteria food. Like you, everyone has to pay for oh, for okay. the for the dining hall. Oh wow! So if you don't get a f- meal there, you're foregoing that day's meals cost and we you kind of calculate oh. that because it's unlimited swipes technically right you don't have like a you don't have a meal counter um which honestly is a really but i i know some like uc merced for instance they have like card uh, they have food vouchers so like you you fill up your card with like a designated number of meals and okay. like at the end of the semester it doesn't it doesn't go over yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. so uh, i've heard a lot of people just like buy a bunch of Gatorade like at the end of semester yeah. with their remaining money and they just give it away. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. at Harvard, it's just like, no, you have unlimited money, but everyone pays the same thing. So if you don't get food that day, you're basically like wasting money. So it's still going on your meal plan. Yeah, it's it's still technically paid. Um, so which you yeah. want to just cash in like you want to take this food well that well and and there we go that explains why i fucking gained 12 pounds i had a freshman 12 yeah um because <laughs> like at every fucking meal i was like i gotta get my fucking money's worth yeah <laughs> you know i would have that exact same attitude yeah but then like at at night when i like <laughs> ate three massive meals wait hold up Oh shit! Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> yeah, it did. records it. That's so fucking cool. It did. Oh man, we, we gotta bust that out another time. This episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Let me just let, let me just catalog which ones these are. So this is the fairy one, I think. That that has actually many uses. Like what? Like if someone introduces themselves. Oh, it's like you could catch them off guard with like. <laughs> Hi, my name is. <laughs> David Chen. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, I, I, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this one? Is it the cricket one? No, it's like a just a random a insect. Bird? That doesn't even sound like a. I feel like this is like Bear Grylls, or like you're in a forest. Like, yeah, we're in. Uh, it's a it's what a cold we, cold Monday morning. Our hike to Santa Cruz. We just oh yeah, in the background it, the whole time. It was yo. Our hike was quiet. That forest it was, was it was super quiet. I think the the trees absorbed a lot of the vibrations, all that wood. But like I heard, like in a forest, if you hear silence, that's dangerous generally, because like that's when birds stop. Oh. That's when birds like he- hear a predator and they stop singing. And like so, if you're in a forest and it's like quite dead quiet, you're in danger. And there's but, no, there's no water really most of the. Hike. Oh no, we're well, yeah, yeah kind of. Right. I, I remember we were Second like half. we were like you were like so you were like really looking forward yeah. for water. And there was like barely. And any. and then we were like trying to find like we found like a little piss creek. And yeah, was like, yeah. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. is this it? But I think didn't we get to a point? Where oh no, that, the second half of the hike was pretty yeah, much mostly. I remember because like I dipped the, my foot into the left the, side was all right. just, and we had to cross over it. There was some. Remember you? Yeah, you literally. Yeah, fell I, into I, it. I fell yeah. into the river. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think yeah, that was definitely some water. But um, wait, hold up. This one. Okay, okay. All, that, all that's right. That's a classic. Yeah, classic, classic, classic. Of course. Oh, I don't like that one. I, we can remove that. That one's gone. Great. Let's go. No, that's a classic. Let's see. 
Oh, yeah, that's one I just used. <laughs> oh, this is a long-ass laugh. I know, like, it would have been nice if it was probably a third of that. Maybe a fourth. Like slowly goes down. Yeah, I uh, can see that one being funny if someone tells us something really serious about their life, like if we, in mental like, health, mental health awareness <laughs> week, <laughs> someone just spills their story and we just point oh, out. Oh no! I'm gonna be like, yeah, I haven't talked to my parents in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. Yeah, I guess I should explain for context how how we're like using these things live. It's because like we. Um, a great friend of the podcast, Sam Yaniguez. Yep. Um, he donated this road roadcaster to us. It's like six hundred dollars. What a and guy! It's, yeah, you can like control your ways. Yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. There, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can like do it live. Um, and then of course you have these little little buttons that have like you know sound effects. Yep. Yeah. No, um, I mean, it's it's dope. I like it. I'm pretty sure they're programmable as well. Like you can you can. Like if we wanted, like say our intro, like our intro music, yeah, 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 the, the, the or if, if someone says something iconic, we can just cut it and like replay that soundbite whenever you want. You know how H three H three does that? Really? Yeah. If someone says something like, and it's like the highlight of the episode, someone will replay it. Like, like their sound guy, I forgot his name. Oh. But he'll like replay it. I see. Can, Interesting. Yeah, it gets obnoxious though. Yeah, I feel. I feel like. Yeah. No, but like, <laughs> definitely, like you can like include laugh tracks if yeah. you want to be like, yeah, sarcastic or whatever. It um, has potential, but I hate the people who go overboard with the sound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are like, man, I would say like, w- reserve these buttons for like once or twice in an episode. You know, yes. like like, re- like really key moments yes, <laughs> yes, where yeah. you can where you can do it. Um. Did you talk about the mental? You talked about the mental health awareness on your essays, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a bit. That was our big project in terms of like awareness and and community building. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah. It's just yeah, there's no room. Uh I think they need to just no more SATs and then double the word count on these essays. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. Yeah. It's not enough. It's really not enough. I'm wondering cuz okay, so this roadcast has a this roadcast has the phone option, right? And I think um, I think it'd be cool to like like call teachers, like like just just call teachers, like yo, what up? How's it going? <laughs> like during I'm their in the middle of class. <laughs> well, th- probably not not this year, but like I can totally imagine, like if we if we had this last year, like okay, let's just imagine like what we could have done if we had this last year, right? All I right. we, I, I for instance, Miss Downey, right? Okay. Like instead of her needing to come all the way over here, we yeah. can call her and be like, yo, Miss Downey, welcome to the show. Quick input moment. Yeah, exactly. And you can, like call her it because like you would always have your phone on standby connected here. Yeah. Call her. It gets recorded on this track. You know, recorded here. Yo, if we were, that would be so cool. I could see that just being clutch. Or, or yo, you can even like call a friend like during lunch, like because we record during lunch yeah, as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be like, Harley's out there or something like. Like, oh know, wait, what did friend. Harley do that one time? Beep, call him up. There he is, and he, we're like, "Yo, Harley, you're on We the Students Live right now." Tell yeah. us about that one time. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it's like, "What are you doing right now, Chief?" It's like, "Yeah, man, I'm just eating nachos and stuff." Or we just have like a yeah, we have a bit where we're like, "I wonder what he's doing." Yeah. <laughs> just like a random ass person. No, knowing Harley, he would pick up the phone and say something just too weird out of pocket yeah. for the episode. No, yeah, I, but yeah, oh my god, the potential here, man. Yeah, this opens up an entirely new world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Oh, I I forgot to mention. Um, I broke my strings as well yesterday. Bro, we got to up <laughs> Keith. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I texted him. Um, he says he can. Okay, cool. So cool, cool. I had I had Daniel drop I'm gonna, off. I'm gonna string up both of mine. Both. Yeah, I, I think so I as well. Because well. the spare is important. Yeah, dude, that sucked. But we were playing really good. Yeah. Last time we played. Yeah, I think we're getting back in the groove. I don't know. Like tennis is just one of those things that it's just meditative. You know, it really is. Like and once we started hitting towards the end of the last time we played, mm -hmm. like I I wish I didn't have anything to do. I would have hit like that for like another hour yeah it was, it, once you get into a groove a rhythm it's the best and it's also and also like you hit the groove right when you like have to leave as I well know. in my opinion i know but um but yeah, and you said you went to a movie night afterwards um, oh with yeah some friends uh i watched call me by your name again again <laughs> <laughs> i had to i well then they had never seen it oh shit and i think it's a really important movie to watch with someone who knows about the movie and can give you context Okay, wait. So, like, are you like comment, comment, comment? Like, yeah, because a lot of it is that movie has no title, no, no title cards, no explanation whatsoever, mm. no narration. That's true. And the dialogue is confusing. Like, uh, I mean, most of it's in another language. <laughs> it's it's French, Italian, and English. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the movie, even though it only includes two characters. Most of the time. Most of the time. Well, it's just, yeah, yeah, two main characters. It, there's a lot of it's confusing. And also, there's a lot to appreciate about it that most people would, wouldn't even know. Like, for example, most of that movie, while they went up and shot in northern Italy. It was a thunderstorm almost every day. And they had to, on these little sunny days they had, record. Like, they only had, like, a w week of sun to actually <laughs> get all this acting done. And then they only had a few scenes that were actually rainy. Like, actually, just one scene. Or uh, the power goes out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. mom's reading him a book. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Even though most of the time they were there, it was raining. And it's like, also, there's a one shot, a one -er of them walking through the city to drop off his papers. Uh -huh. I think it was three and a half minutes of no cutting. <sighs> Not a single cut. And the camera was on a, like, even more impressive, the cameraman had to carry that camera over 100 meters in one take. And they couldn't miss their lines. Yeah. Yeah, I rewatched re a scene of Call Me By Your Name. It's that moment where they're, like, getting really intimate. Um, I think it's the first time they got intimate. But, like, I just realized now. But, like, you can hear... You can hear... Um, wait, is it Oliver? Oliver is Army, Amber, yeah. and okay, Elio. Yeah, 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 I want to make sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, Emilio? No, no, no. El Elio. Elio, yeah. There we go, Emilio. <laughs> no, Oliver, I remember... I think Oliver whispered Tim in the scene. He did? I think so. I heard it and I played it back. I'm pretty sure he, he was like, you know, they were <laughs> they were getting like pretty saucy. Oh, was that like, was that the one where they were at the river? No, it was like in their bedroom. Oh, so you're talking about when like the first time. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, time yeah. and like he whispered like Tim as in Timothy Chalamet. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure like like he was if he he said um, I I I think you should play play that scene back. You can like search up yeah, like yeah, yeah. like call me by your name like the 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 That's bedroom it, yeah. scene. Well, there's um, yeah, there's a lot tons of like conspiracies of that movie as well, but what? Wait, conspiracies? Yeah, there's conspiracies. Well, and they're thinking about doing a number two already, called because the author who wrote Call Me by Your Name made a sequel. Oh, takes place oh, it's years. based off a book. Yeah, it's oh. a it's a great book too. Huh. Uh, and it's called Find Me. Call Me by Your Name and Find Me. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, so have you read it? Uh, I've read Call Me by Your Name, but not Find Me. Hmm. And what's even crazier is Timothy Chalamet. If you look him up in his movie catalog, you know how Google. Right. It's all the, Call Me By Your Name 2 is in it. 
Interesting. Well, are they going to call it Call Me By Your, by your Name too, or no? It's probably me. just the placeholder name. Oh, right I see. I see. But I mean, I don't want a number two. Yeah, really? On a perfect note, and you just never want to revisit perfect movies. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, I guess wait. I mean, ended on a perfect note, meaning like the story ended, or like the movie itself ended on a satisfactory note. Both, in my opinion. Like, I feel like you couldn't even. You can't like the whole yeah. the whole point of the movie is one it's showing the struggles of uh, being a gay person and falling right. in love and by revisiting the movie you're already killing that theme that theme is dead mm. because the whole point was it's forbidden it's not allowed they couldn't and he ended up getting married with someone he wasn't even passionate about even though he knew what was better for him so it's just one that's just a depiction of how horrible society is to gay people. Mm. And by making a number two, you are literally, you can't just kill one of your most important themes off like that. Yeah. So would finally be like, I'm guessing it's like, oh, they actually finally. I think so. Yeah. I agree. That, that is, that we should, there should not be a sequel there. Yeah. Yeah. And also one of the whole points is like, one of the whole points of the movie is that that age gap is so uncomfortable, right? Like the 17 to 27 or whatever between Elio Mm. and Oliver. Yeah. And if it takes place 10 years in the future, you also remove that aspect of the movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's no longer like this really young kid who just got out of right. uh, adolescence. Yeah. And now it's just like two adults, mm. which say, takes another dynamic out of the movie that made it interesting. So so do you think having Elios being 17, do you think do you think that kind of invalidates that passion? Because like it's, I guess, coming at least partly from someone who's not necessarily like completely emotionally mature. Yeah, well, because there's tons of just heartbreaking scenes with Elio where you can tell how Oliver is emotionally developed and can handle all these intense emotions, but uh, Elio will just fall apart. Mm. Like, multiple times he ended up crying, uh, and even when he's drunk, he ends up vomiting. <laughs> and, like, it just, you it, it's a dynamic, you know what I mean? Like, Oliver is almost, in a way, taking care of him and, like, walking him through this terribly confusing phase in his life. I mean, if it were if it were anyone, I think Oliver was a good person to to walk it through. Yeah. If it was a malicious person, then yeah, yeah, would have been a different story. But I think what makes that movie so great is it's so fucking weird. And by making a sequel, it's not as weird. Weird as in like for a first time viewer. Weird as in like every single person I've ever seen it with freaks out about the idea of that age gap. Freaks out about how the scenes are written. Freaks out about mm. the material. Uh, yeah. So this is. It's like okay. It's like. This is not a close comparison, but you know Pacific Rim? Uh, that's with the guy the who... Big robots. Yeah, and the guy from Star Wars. The stormtrooper, the defect. The, oh, the defect. yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot his name. I forgot his name as well. But that's for Pacific Rim 2. Oh. Yeah, okay. that, was, that was 2. Pacific Rim, uh, the original, was, was a banger. Oh, really? It was an absolutely amazing... Because, like, I mean, first of all, the, the way it was... I mean, it was, first of all, the the soundtrack, oh, was, great soundtrack, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, was absolutely amazing. Um, and like you know, the way the robots moved, like yeah, you call them. It's it's not a robot movie, to be honest. It's, I mean, the, the way they were able to make it mainstream versus like a niche oh <laughs> weeb movie. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. It was amazing, but like Pacific Two, for Pacific Rim Two, it first it it removed that awesomeness and the sheer kind of like whoa these. Robots are like what the size of a building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and and also like they, I don't know. Yeah, like they got drunk off their own success, and they ended up making a very, very worse 
movie that that ended up tarnishing the the first one yeah. because now people would associate the qualities of the two, and it kind of like it brings it down, you know. Yeah, and. I just don't think sequels should be made if it ends off perfectly. It's it, at that point it's a money grab. There's no other reason why. Oh, yeah. There is no other reason why than to make money, unless the author truly has an amazing story for number two that somehow builds upon the characters. Do you know if the author agreed to like calling by your name too? I'm oh yeah, he did. Mm. Uh, he, and he got a major deal for it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, incredible movie. And talk about a good screenplay. Like, that's a tough movie to turn into a movie. I mean, a yeah, tough book to turn into a movie. It's just a tough plot as well. Because, like, it's if you kind of boil it down, it's really just normal life. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, these things probably happen across the board in every part of the world. Um, and generally, like, movies deal with, like, the extraordinary circumstances. But yeah. these are, like, normal. But they were able to, like, make it so that, you know... Yeah, and nothing's terribly unrealistic about it. No. I mean, the setting is a little overdone, but I think that there's a reason for that. Like The, the setting is in the, like the house that they were living in? The house they were living in, 1980s Italy, is literally like the ideal place to be, <laughs> to be honest. Like, just, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's, French French aesthetic is... It's is, so... Wait, the, it, was, it, it was Italy though, right? Yeah, it was Italy. Okay. Northern Italy. Yeah, but like the, the, the French slash italian aesthetics were yeah i mean they say that a lot in the movie it's like it's not really an italian movie it's just your atypical european movie uh yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah. that makes sense yeah but hey you, you said you went uh <laughs> thrift shopping right oh yeah right before i got here yeah how often do you go thrift shopping uh, it's like a weekly thing i feel like it's important to go as often uh as you can to really build a wardrobe because if you go like once a month then it I don't know. It's hard. Like you have to be there when the new clothes comes in because it will get wiped out. Really <laughs> fast. Like there are tons of people like me looking for uh, pieces that right. speak to them. And I, I mean, there's this whole f- like fashion trend going on and there's a lot of people on it and they go in and they just vulture <laughs> on these clothes before anyone gets to them. Which place do you go for, for thrifting? I go to three. It's like my circuit. I start with restored downtown. Uh, Faith Osagero works there. Uh, restored it's it's on the pricier side and there's less like unique stuff but if you want clean that's the place to go (laughs) and then i go to thrift center which is like clothes just thrown everywhere right there's at least like five homeless people in there at a time smells like feces but that's where you find the good stuff (laughs) i'm serious i found uh, these pants i got from thrift center Uh, i got a pair of converse from thrift center these aren't the ones but i found a pair of converse uh the shirt's my dad's (laughs) so everything i'm wearing is like like two bucks yeah it, i don't know um i think that's i don't know, i just really like that feeling we should definitely thrift sometime yeah i'd love to bl- bring you along yeah because i don't know I, I need to i also i don't like wearing this honestly at this point especially like coming back from the east coast yeah <laughs> where everyone's fashion is definitely different like there's oh, not really there's not really like these types of athletic wear yeah it's it is a west coast thing in my opinion i agree yeah. and everyone's wearing like henley's and um like leather boots and yeah, all that. The East Coast is like double layered clothing. Like people have jackets on top of uh, button ups. Right. And the most common thing is like having, having, having like the, what are those called again? Like the, it's like, it's slick and it has like kind of clouds on it. You know what I'm talking about? They're like winter jackets, but like they have like these air bubbles. 
Oh, that bubble. Tra- yeah, well, they're just called like bubble vests. Bubble or, vests? Or, or bubble jackets, like, because mm-hmm. they, they fill those they fill those little spaces up with wool sometimes, mm. and it keeps you so warm. Yeah, yeah. So the common thing is to have like a hoodie and a bubble jacket on. I could see that being very popular. Yeah, that's like the, that's the thing. And I do yeah. know, I don't want to be like conformist, but like it does look good. It looks, there's a reason why people wear it. Mm-hmm. And it is good to like, I like, th- there's nothing better than, like I remember when I went to the Tyler the Creator concert, being surrounded by everyone and everyone is like dressed like me and they're all here to listen. Appreciate to the same thing. It, it was, yeah, it was a great unifying experience. Mm-hmm. But yeah, come thrifting with me. I'll put you on. Yeah, and I'm also like, I don't know if I should also like move away from this, but I've I've also like been very leaning into like monochrome colors. So like no graphic tees, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I don't think is like a bad thing. Honestly, I, I kind of, uh, you know, I think that could be an idea. Yeah. Um, especially if like those t- graphics mean something to me, you know, like if, for instance, if they're like, uh, what's a band that I, <laughs> that, that I can. The Beatles. And, but that's like, that's <laughs> like mainstream yeah, shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, Do yeah, I yeah. even have a, a niche artist? Oh, what's that? Okay. I keep forgetting the song. Oh, you know what? If there's a wise blood t-shirt out there. Oh, there is, there is. They sell out fast, but there is. Yeah. Um. No concert tees, man. That's literally like all I wear now is, I just love the idea of a concert tee because most of them are amazing. Like you have really creative people designing these t-shirts, and secondly, also show your music tastes. Yeah, I've been like it's been a conversation starter it's over and over and over again. Like people oh, see yeah. my t-shirt and immediately know what I'm about, but not in like a political sense. Like I'm not like sticking a bernie sticker on the back of my car <laughs> like it's something anyone can can talk about right you know? it's apolitical music yeah. is generally apolitical um and my dad gave me all these so it, all, it also just feels sentimental that i'm wearing my dad's old clothes mm-hmm. do you have like your own because con- um, you've went, you've gone to your own concerts before have you gotten <sighs> i actually have two stories uh tyler the creator couldn't afford it it was like a 80 dollar 50 dollar <laughs> like the hoodie was 80 the shirt was like 40 bucks right and then the garden they were handing out free t-shirts but I got pushed out because there was like a mob. Everyone was just running out and we got pushed out, uh, ran over. And then I tried coming back in to get the shirt and then no, you're not allowed back in once you leave. Uh, so we got screwed out of getting that shirt. Jesus. It was tough. We were like about a fight in the security guard, but we were like, no, let's just get out of here. It's fine. It's just oh, a shirt. That's rough. I mean, is there like a big secondary market for concert tees they resell for ridiculous amounts of money because mm, they're uh, one-offs right like a yeah my, event. my dad uh, stole like five concert tees from this cult concert he went to uh back then it was a thing to do if everyone was in on the way out you would just grab like 10 tees off the table because you know they weren't going to go to anyone so my dad grabbed like 10 uh cult concert tees they're all worth 150 bucks a piece huh. so he has like a thousand dollars worth of worth of cult tees in his closet <laughs> Mint condition, tag still on and everything. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, his Dead Kennedys one, which I wear all the time. Mint, like, 600 bucks. 600 bucks. But it's it has, like, three holes in it, ash marks on it. Like, my dad. Which is, I honestly think is, like, I know. So now nice. it's, worth, it's, it's worthless, but it's, it's priceless. It's priceless. There we go. Yeah. It's worthless, but priceless. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I definitely need to rethink my fashion. I, I, like, Talking to you, talking to some other people, like has really opened my eyes to like For what sure, fashion yeah. could be to you. Yeah, because you, you know? always used to hate on fashion. Right. Yeah, I was the biggest fashion hater. Yeah. I was like, you know, you know, screw this. Like we're, um, you know, we're we're just wearing clothes for f- utility, right? Which is such a 
naive point of um, viewpoint, but but I mean, you had you had a valid criticism, which was like you weren't critiquing you. You even said like you like my fashion, like as in like none of it looked really fat, mm-hmm. uh, brand oriented. Like I wasn't wearing all of these expensive brands and it had AirPods in, right? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I guess I I guess I was kind of right in that like I was I was criticizing fashion that brand was expensive, culture. yeah. Right, like for yeah. no reason, like because there are like high quality things that will last you your whole life. Yeah, but like if you're spending more than I think two hundred dollars on any piece of wear, it's a rip off. Then yeah. it's a rip off, or it's right? like alligator skin. It's probably not even ethical. <laughs> yeah, like like a jacket, for instance, uh, the most comfortable, good looking jacket. I don't think it can ever go above two fifty. Completely agree with that. Right. Yeah. Um, and also there's the ethics of buying new clothes and, and it being not great for the environment. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think that was that was a pretty good episode. I I kind of like this in Me terms too, of like how's yeah. it going. Like, yeah. we don't even need to talk about how's it going. I mean, it, it is kind of how it went. If it's a pressing issue, like, yeah, we'll we'll bring it up to the front. But yeah. just like casual convo, man. Like no one, I think for some reason, like knowing that not many people will listen to this, but still having it there for someone to listen to. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. You know, it's kind of like our dirty little secret. Yeah, you know, I, the, I like with it the audience because I remember you asked if we were gonna promote it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know, I don't just know. Have, you know, it's like it's like imagine like someone just like randomly like finds it on Spotify. That would be so dope. And then they like stick to it. Yeah, and I like remember we, I told my friend Angelica about this, and I'm like, I'm not gonna send you the link, but it's called How's It Going, so go find it. <laughs> That's what I tell people. Yeah, yeah, it's like you stumble upon this little gem of a little thing. Like, yeah, this is just our this is our corner of the universe. Yeah, and I really think it would be cool to like, this could be studied. Like seeing these t- two <laughs> children like start as eighteen year olds and develop into adults. Yeah, we started this what August. Yeah. So we're already four months in. And I just turned eighteen when we started. I was oh, okay. I was just like, yeah, what? yeah. So no, we really did begin like yeah, this, ad- is, this, is, this is our adulthood. Yeah, exactly. Like when when we started, it was that moment when both of us were eighteen now. Yeah. And yeah, we're gonna yeah. We could look back on this, and make a timeline of our life. Yeah, so I think I think we should dedicate some time at least to describe like what happened since our last episode. Uh, just just like a quick, yeah, you know, for our own purpose. This is like our diary almost, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And then we just fucking talk however we want. But yeah, cool. So I'm gonna try this. This is gonna be our this is gonna be our call off sign. But this was uh, how David and Cal were doing on uh, Monday, December seventh, twenty twenty. We'll uh, see you guys next time.